quick disclaimer before we begin, the PEMF podcast does not contain any medical advice and the content provided is for informational purposes only. If you have any health concerns, please visit a healthcare professional. Welcome back to episode nine of the PMF podcast. Uh, today is episode three of a mini series called PMF Talk, uh, where we answer your questions that you've left either on Reddit, on Spotify, or any other social media platform that we're on. If you want your question featured in the next episode, uh, please leave them underneath in the Q&A, which will be underneath this episode, or if you're watching on YouTube, in the comments section down below. Uh, but today I'm not joined by Andy, uh, I'm joined by Grace. Hello. <laughs> We'll start off with something we normally start off with. Uh, what actually is PMF uh, for anyone who is maybe their first time listening to the podcast? So Grace, what actually is PMF? How would you explain it to someone? Um, PMFs basically replicate the Earth's natural magnetic field. PMF stands for pulsed electromagnetic field. Um, and it basically gives your body more of it sort of through a full body system or a localized device. Um, and it works on a cellular level to help repair and regenerate damaged cells and tissues around the body. Cool. Brilliant. Um, we'll start off with a question that I believe I just got off of Reddit. Um, quite a controversial one, one that is asked quite a lot. Um, what is the difference in results kind of with high and low intensity devices? Um, all levels of PMF therapy are beneficial on the body, whether it's low or high intensity. It's sort of something's better than nothing. Um, but in our experience, higher intensity devices do tend to give more benefits and more improvements overall um, and at a faster rate as well. If you're just using sort of a lower intensity device, say for a chronic condition, you're probably not going to notice as much of an improvement or a difference as to if you were using something a bit higher. On to our next question, which is kind of similar. Um, how long should they actually, how long should people actually use the therapy for? Is it, should they just use it for a day and that's it and they'll be, got the result they want or do they need to use it for a week, a year? How long do they need to use it for? PMF therapy is definitely a long-term therapy. To get the most out of it, you need to be using it consistently every day um, for a very long period of time got sort of chronic issues sort of important to set a realistic timeline for yourself as in probably won't notice as much improvement or benefit as to someone without chronic issues as fast um but no it's definitely sort of a two to three times a day type of therapy for obviously a very long period of time it's intended to be incorporated as part of your just general day-to-day -day lifestyle it's not a one-day thing or a one-week thing um it's also part of the reason why we don't offer trials on the devices because obviously it just encourages people to use it for sort of two weeks and think they're going to be feeling sort of improved or it's all their issues have gone and it's just not the case it needs to be applied yeah long term okay great um we'll move on to the questions that i found on reddit just in kind of subreddits and etc um, the first one, I actually saw this quite a lot throughout different kind of subreddits or just in comment sections of different posts and et cetera, um, is can you lay on the mat on your stomach or your side or is it just best to lay on your back? Um, it's whatever's comfortable, really. It works in a 3D effect, so it's not going to make a massive difference if you're laying on your side or if you were even sat up on the mat than it would if you were sort of laying on it. Obviously, most people lay on their back, but it's whatever's comfortable. The if what about if someone's like say they've or something on their stomach might it be better to lay on their stomach kind of thing mm, no 
not really. It doesn't really matter. If you lay on your, if you had a full body mat and you lay on your back, but you've got a stomach issue, that's still like it's, it's not going to make enough of a difference, kind of thing, because it works in a three D effect. It's traveling, the whole magnetic field is still traveling through the body. But if they want to, they can. Okay, cool. Um, another one that I saw quite a lot. Um, can you put a blanket over the mat? If so, should you use maybe like a thinner blanket? Is it maybe bad to use a thicker blanket? What would you kind of say? You can use blankets or people use sheets just for sort of a comfort thing. Um, just sometimes it makes it a little bit obviously more of a comfortable session or if you're looking to sort of maybe sleep on the device. Um, but yeah, you can. There's no reason why you can't. The, uh, the pulse electromagnetic field will still just penetrate through. So but so you shouldn't necessarily avoid maybe putting a slightly thinker blanket over the top, for example, or a duvet over the top. No, not really going to make too much of a difference. Obviously, you might lose a little bit of the magnetic field, but nothing too drastic that just be comfortable when you're using it. Cool. So uh, you probably answered the question in the next one exactly the same then. Uh, can you lay with your face directly on the mat? You can on some systems. Um, some systems, they don't recommend you use it over the head area. They're usually the much higher intensity systems, um, the ones that sort of go over about 5,000 gauss, I'd say. They usually recommend that you stop at the shoulders on the mats. But other than that, if you want to, you can use the device on your face. Fine. Another kind of very popular one, especially with people who have like Omi mats. Uh, does anyone with an Omi mat have any suggestions for increasing comfort? What would you maybe suggest to anyone who might ask you that question? Um, you can use pillows. Like I say, you can use blankets, things like that to make it a little bit more comfortable. What you want to just avoid doing is displacing the coils in the mat. So the manufacturers will recommend, obviously, hard surface um, that you lay it on. But as long as you're being careful with it and you're not sort of bending it in bad a bad position or sort of in like an S shape or something or in half... Um, usually, yeah, it's fine wherever you want to put it. You can put it on the sofa or something like that if it's a bit more comfortable that way. Um, just want to sort of be careful because there's copper cores within the mat. Um, and in the OMI systems specifically, they're quite thin copper cores, I think. So just be careful not to sort of break those because you'll break the circuit in the mat. Okay, great. Um, so now we're going on to questions from people who have actually commented on our Reddit post, which, as I said, uh, if you just Google the PMF podcast or if you search the PMF podcast on Reddit, uh, we should come up. Or if you just go into the subreddit PMF, you should hopefully see one of our questions, or one of our posts kind of asking for questions. Um, this person has a Beyond Map. Uh, it was square, cyan and sawtooth waveforms. Uh, what are the benefits of using one waveform over another? We'll just start with that one. Is there a kind of any benefits with using one waveform over the other? Not really that we've seen any sort of difference in. Um, it doesn't really matter too much. It doesn't make too much of a difference to your session. There's nothing to say that sort of this one device is this one waveform and that's better than this other other waveform in this device. Um, nothing that we've came across that's significant enough anyway to suggest that. Um, yeah, really, it's not not the most important part in my personal opinion anyway of a system. It doesn't make too much of a difference whatever waveform you're on. So the, the second part of their question is kind of another one that seems to have a lot of questions on Reddit and it's about the polarity of the devices. 
Uh, I also see you can toggle the reverse polarity on the presets. What does turning it on do? So the polarity of the device is basically the way that the magnetic field is traveling out of the mat. So if you've got it facing north, it's obviously the magnetic field is going north, coming back down and going back up through the mat. If you've got it south, it's the other way around. So reverse, I'm assuming if it's set to north, then reverse is going to be just south polarity. It doesn't, it does again, it doesn't really make a difference. As long as it's there, it's traveling either north and north, if you've got a localized applicator with you, they both basically need to be set to north and be facing north, or they both need to be set to south and facing south so that the magnetic field is sort of complete. They can't be opposite facing, if that makes sense. But yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter as long as they're both facing north or facing south. It doesn't matter if you've got north or south facing polarity. It doesn't make a difference. Okay, cool. Can you kind of explain what polarity is? So the polarity is basically the way that the magnetic field is is coming out of the, bo of the body. The way the magnetic field is coming out of the mat, it's either coming out north facing or south facing, and it will come. So this is the mat. Can they see that? Uh, yeah, if you're on the video podcast, Grace is doing a demonstration <laughs> for you. Sorry. So if this is the mat, it's coming out north. It's coming this way. It's going around the body and coming back up through it. If it's south, then it's going down that way, around the body and back down into it. It doesn't make a huge difference what way around your polarity is um there's nothing that i've come across myself that sort of says north is way better than south it's not again a huge factor when choosing a device uh, so we're going to questions now from people who have commented on our tiktok posts which if you don't know uh we are just the pmf podcast on tiktok if you go drop us a follow on there that'd be amazing uh, but the first one is do you believe that the pmf machines kind of slash devices could reduce cervical spine instability uh, and make the neck stronger or no um so pmf therapy isn't actually condition specific there's over 10,000 studies into the therapy itself with so many different conditions and symptoms. The best way I could answer that is there's no evidence that I've come aware of that it couldn't be helpful. It is working on a cellular level at the end of the day. It's about helping the body overall to heal and improve and obviously become stronger. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd guess that would be my answer. There isn't. There might be a study into that specific issue out there. I haven't come across one directly into that, but there's nothing to say that it couldn't be helpful. Yeah, great. So on to our next question from the same person on TikTok. Uh, PMF full brain injury. How do you know when almost cured besides symptoms like colorful skin, figure tissue on head? Okay, I want to start by saying PMF therapy is not a cure for any medical condition. We're not going to make that kind of claim. Um, a brain injury, full brain injury is obviously quite a significant injury. Um, but I would say that if you are experiencing more colourful skin, um, thicker tissue on the head, things like that, then that's a really positive sign that it is helping. Um, but it is just sort of helping the body to heal itself naturally. It's not sort of, that's not a sign that, yeah, you're going to be healed tomorrow. Like that's going to be it. It's done. So it's, it doesn't work like that. It's not, it's not to be seen as a cure. Um, but if you are experiencing positive improvements, then I would say that that's a really good indication of that it's helping um, just to improve that. 
Okay, so on to our last question then. Uh, PMF versus stem cells or kind of compared to stem cell treatment, what is the comparison? Is there a comparison? What would you say about that? Um, well, stem cell therapy is different to PMF. I know more about PMF therapy, far more about that than I do about stem cell therapy. So it's quite hard to sort of make a comparison with it. I do know that PMF therapy is complementary. Um, so it does work well with other therapies as well. From my understanding, stem cell therapy replaces the stem cells. Um, so yeah, PMS would obviously just help sort of with that process. It's complementary. It's just helping that to sort of go along really. I don't know how else best to answer that question. So, um, but so it's something you would necessarily use with doing stem cell therapy, like the treatment of stem cells. Yeah, Perhaps. obviously we're not medical professionals. So obviously someone that's giving stem th cell therapy would be. So it's important that you speak to your medical professional about PMF if you are going to use them both at the same time and see what they say. Um, but it's an alternative therapy. It's safe to use It's and it is complementary. A lot of sort of practitioners use it alongside other therapies. Can't see why they couldn't benefit from using it alongside stem cell therapy. But it's hard to give sort of a definitive answer because... I don't think it's fair if I don't know enough about stem cells as I do PMF. Yeah, no, of course. Well, that was all of the questions we have then. Uh, if you want to see your question answered or featured potentially in the next episode, uh, all you've got to do, just leave either a question underneath this podcast on Spotify in the Q&A section, uh, either on YouTube or on our Instagram or even Reddit, literally anywhere we were at, we will make sure to answer your question. Uh, but next, join us next week where we will have another episode of the PMF podcast. Thanks, Grace, for joining us. Thank you.